if you can't be honest with yourself and do the things that are required from yourself, how can you expect to do them with anyone else? It's going to be even harder. And that's where all of this incongruence comes from. I was thinking about some stuff today. My wife and I had to run and, and do some errands. And as we were driving, we talk, my wife and I, we talk all the time. And by the way, if you're in a relationship and you're not having conversation, you're in trouble, man. Like that's, that's a bad thing. If you're in, if you sit at a restaurant and both of you guys pull out your cell phone, or if you drive and don't have a conversation, if you're always occupied with something other than the other person, you're already making some massive mistakes and you're building up a case against that other person in your mind and you don't even know it. Because a lot of people are living this behavior reward sequence that works for them, but it's not working. And, and I think that people continue to do it until either they get punished or the other person leaves or some catastrophic situation happens. But People live in these circumstances where they are acting out whatever behavior it is. They're taking actions, whatever they are, and getting a reward. But that behavior isn't really, it, it's not a good behavior. They just happen to get a reward for it. It's like if you're a heroin junkie, the behavior is not good. The reward is there. You get the hit, you get the high, but you already know. You even know that the behavior isn't, isn't good. Like you weren't. Your value point for yourself is so low. Your self-worth is so low. Like you have no credit with yourself. You're running with a 200 score. And if you don't think that your credit score is your ability to keep your word to yourself, to do what you say, if you say things and have no intention of getting them done, therein lies a, a huge problem. But the other part is if you're engaging in behaviors, if you're taking actions all day and you're not where you want to be, but you're still getting rewarded for those behaviors and those actions. Part of that is the issue because you know what you're doing is that it could be, you know, unethical. It could be immoral. It could be illegal. It could just be a shitty thing to do. You know, it, it, there's, it could be unsafe. It could be just that you're lazy and you know, you're lazy. None of that matters. What matters is that every time you do the behavior, you get a reward. The, the number of times I've seen people engage in behavior or take actions knowing that what they're doing is not something that they should do it's not good it's not positive it's not it's not for the greater good for themselves and those around them right and here's how you know when you i i always say the goal is to live within the confines of the law of spontaneous right action right spontaneous right action is the right action happens in the right moment with the right results for you and everybody else around you. That's how you know. And you know what it is because it hits different. And if you don't know what that is, part of that's the problem because you're forcing your actions into a situation that an entirely different action or behavior would be much more appropriate. It would give you the result you want. It's like starting an argument with somebody just because you don't like their hair, but they're your friend. Well, if you just start shit talking their hair, what's the point of the argument? Just to stir up a whole bunch of negative feelings and create a bunch of tension between the two of you guys. And then the issue is now you have something to fight about that wasn't there before that you caused. And if the action is, 
the action that you're taking is to get the attention from the other person. It's like kids on a playground and, you know, Susie's fucking bothering me. Well, Susie, bo Susie's bothering you. And then, you know, you go home and you tell your mom and your mom goes, well, yeah, because Susie likes you. That's why. But that's the shit you do when you're in the third grade. That's not what you do when you're an adult. When you're an adult, you just go talk to the person. Tell them what's going on. Tell them what you think. You go start the business. Go through all the actions required. You just look at yourself in the mirror and go, I'm fat. I'm sloppy. I don't like the way I look. I'm gelatinous. I'm shaped like a pumpkin. None of you guys are so afraid of just telling the truth to yourself, not, not even to other people. But if you can't be honest with yourself and do the things that are required from yourself, how can you expect to do them with anyone else? It's going to be even harder. And that's where all of this incongruence comes from. When, when something goes wrong, this is where it all comes apart. This is where it becomes a house of cards. And most of you motherfuckers are people that are living in glass houses anyway, but you're throwing stones at everybody, hoping nobody looks at you. It's like people that, that hate. They're on, the only people that are hating on winners, by the way, are the weak, stupid motherfuckers at the bottom. It's not anyone that's winning, ever. You are so hard-pressed to find somebody who is winning that is going to go out of their way to slide into your comments and drop a bunch of hate or go around in the rest of the world and hate on everybody else. They don't have time. And most of them have also been at the bottom, so they know what was required to level up to where they are and they don't stop. They don't have the time to waste a negative emotion that produces no results. If you can tell me at some point in your life that the hate that you've dished out, the, the envy, the jealousy, the negative emotions that you've ever dished out to somebody has ever produced a result that you wanted, I'm all ears. You can't, you can't, it doesn't exist. Hate hurts the hater, misery hurts the miserable. Bitterness hurts the bitter person. It does not affect, if you can tell me when you have ever shit taught somebody else's life and your life has become better because of it, well, you're the first. You're the first because it doesn't exist. But that's where the issue becomes is you're, you have this behavior that you're engaging and the actions that you're taking and the results are a reward of some sort, but you know the behavior is shitty, fucked up behavior that you probably shouldn't be doing and you know it, you know it, that's the problem, you know it. And so it keeps on going because you keep getting the reward because you're addicted to the reward. You're not addicted to becoming a better person. And so you create this demon in your own life. I mean, this is of your design. You understand that, right? This is you that created this. And then catastrophe happens. And now you blame everybody else and you victimize yourself. And now current society rewards being a victim. If you express your feelings to the maximum ability, like a toddler, and you can't control your emotions because you don't have the emotional maturity to restrain yourself from blowing your shit for nothing because somebody got your coffee wrong or you got cut off or God forbid somebody gave you the finger. If somebody does this to you on the road, how does that affect you? And yet some simp-ass, weak, little baby boy bitch is going to complain and go, well, it's offensive. To who? Being offended is your perception. It, it has nothing to do with them. I think that's where people really screw up is they create these behaviors and actions and they get the outcome that they kind of want, but the outcome's a reward. 
it's like Skinner's rats, you know, it's a food pellet and all that stuff, but you're getting a reward, but are you getting the reward that you want? Or are you just getting a reward that feeds the behavior? So you do more of it until the catastrophe happens. And then, like I said, you get rewarded for being a victim right now, the world, it, it sensationalizes the most fucked up shit. And the more screwed up it is, the more of a reward you get in the form of attention and publicity and, you know, people going, oh my God, it's so bad. Let me give you a hug. You haven't had enough hugs today. Let me pull out, uh, you know, my Bible and, and go through 37 different verses. And Methuselah said this, and listen, I am the son of a preacher. I believe in God. But if your act on every single thing you do is to pull out a Bible, I have a friend of mine, his name is Victor Marx. And he's a preacher. He's a badass soldier. He is a dangerous fucking man. And he is probably one of the coolest dudes I've ever met. Him and his wife are badass sons of bitches. And, and I, I love these guys. Like, you know, he is such a great dude and he is a real man. He will talk about God all day long because it's legit. He believes in God, but he has no problem. If you look him up, he's the guy that has the fastest disarm. He'll take your gun and point it at you before you blink. Well, that's Victor Marks. That's my buddy. And <laughs> what's wild is he doesn't stand there and hold. This is what I was saying to my wife. I go, listen, you can be all Bible and religious and Christianity or whatever it is you want. But when someone's coming at you with a knife or a gun or trying to kill you and your family and you hold up your Bible, what are you fucking nuts? That's not what God would want you to do anyway. He's going to go, I gave you the tools to handle this and protect your family. But people get offended about that, number one. Or number two is they go, no, this is my belief. Well, then your belief is fucking stupid because it's going to cost you the life of you and your family and your children because you allowed yourself to get mugged or killed. Or you got your, allowed your kids to get taken. Why? Because you held the Bible up and said, don't. God says you shouldn't. You need to level that shit up. But that goes right back to the behavior and the actions. Up until that point, you were getting rewarded for being soft. I think you're, the world creates this illusion of mediocrity being something that everybody should seek to elevate themselves to. You can't elevate yourself to average and mediocrity. You get nothing from it. What are you getting from that? Yeah, I drink Coke Zero. I love them. Oh, a little caffeine shake on that one, huh? But you, you get rewarded for mediocrity. And if you don't get rewarded for average or mediocre, you demand it and you expect it. I don't want to reward you for anything. That's the problem. Your behavior and your actions are half-ass, which then in turn gives you results that are half-ass. Yet you expect massive reward. You have this delusion of entitlement. And that's what entitlement is. It's a delusion. You're not entitled to anything. You were entitled to exactly where you are, courtesy of the behaviors, the thoughts, the actions, the words that come out of your mouth, all of that. You are entitled to exactly where you are. That's what you deserve. And that's it. You're not entitled to anything else. If you want more, once you do the required work, once you meet the requirements for that new level, then you are entitled to that new level. But not a moment before. And that's where y'all are fucking up. Is you create behaviors and actions that give you a mediocre reward and then demand maximum recognition and acceptance and approval for this 
mediocre bullshit effort that you do and you get mad and offended. First of all, fuck you and being offended. If you're offended, that's on you. That's not me and you have every right to be offended. I hope this offends the shit out of you. And if it does, like I said, I've said it before, get the fuck off my podcast. You don't need to be here. I don't need you. I'm not doing this for you if this is what's going to offend you. I'm doing this for the one person that hears this and goes, he's right. If you want to troll and and crap all over somebody's life, understand you're not going to reduce my life. I'm jacked, rich, happy, and having a great life. And I'm not going to slow down. In fact, I'm taking as many people as I can with me to the top. And it's not manufactured. It's that too many people are busy looking behind them, trying to keep those people there while they themselves are not doing anything productive and not anything that has value. They don't deserve anything, but they're here. that's where your entitlement comes in. People want to start at the finish line. You know, they want recognition for work that hasn't been done or they want recognition for bullshit weak work that's been done when there's no recognition that should be there because you did something that everybody else can do. It's like asking for a raise. And, and I'm sure this will trigger somebody. First of all, a tip, a tip is for you going above and beyond. It's not part of your regular wage. And I hear these people, well, you don't understand when I'm paid so low, we rely on our tips to survive. Get a different fucking job. It is not your boss's fault. It is not the business's fault. It is not the company's fault that you work for that you're broke. It is yours because you're staying there. And the only thing that weak people do is go, well, you don't understand my circumstances. You don't know how hard it is. I have a family to feed. I'm the single, I'm the breadwinner. I'm a single dad. I'm a single mom. No, I don't fucking care. The problem is you care. You think that gives you something to stand on. It doesn't give you anything to stand on. What it gives you is a microphone to speak into demanding that you're the victim and everybody should should pander to you and cater to the way you are. But you know what you have to do is lift yourself the fuck out of the hole. And you know how you do that? Put down the damn shovel. You aren't entitled to anything. And if you don't like how much you earn per hour, change what you're doing. If you don't have the skill set to do it, upgrade your skills. There's this device here. You can look up anything, anytime, anywhere and upgrade your skill set. Most of you guys are too busy looking up TikTok videos of some woman with a big bubbly ass and giant boobs jumping around on a fucking trampoline. But that doesn't help you. Doesn't help you. So you don't like the discomfort that you're creating for yourself. So you seek escape with entertainment and distraction and, and booze and drugs and, and whatever the hell else it is you're doing to distract you from the fact that there's work that you need to do that you're not doing, but yet you apply half-ass effort and go, well, why am I not winning? You're not winning because you don't deserve to win. You deserve to be right where you are. You're not entitled to anything else. The entitlement to get to the new level comes from you meeting the requirements to get to that level. Then you are entitled to that new level and not a moment before. People, here's the best. A lot of people take everything personally. You take it personally. What the fuck difference does it make? If someone comes to your house and says, I don't like the walls in your house. I don't like that art. I don't like that color. I think your house is ugly as shit, actually. I hope it burns down. If somebody tells you all about that, so many people get offended and take it personally, like they're being attacked. How are their feelings about how you decorated your house, what your house looks like, what color your walls are, of any consequence to you? How? How is it any? How is their opinion any of your fucking business? You want to know a great rule to stick by or to stick with? Mind your own damn business. Mind your fucking business. Make a shitload of money and help a ton of people. 
Take care of your body because it's your resume to the world. Respect your spouse. Respect your kids. Demand high standards from yourself and everybody else around you and mind your fucking business. Mind your business. People start gossiping, go, I'm out of here. People start trash talking somebody at work that's a friend of yours, fucking leave. They start trying, listen, if they're trash talking somebody else when you're there, they're trash talking you when you're not. Whether you want to believe it or not, oh, they'd never talk about me like that. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. Quit being so naive. People take the dumbest shit personally and then go to just about any lengths to defend their position at the bottom that they hate. Most people will defend their position even though they don't want to be in that position. I've seen the dumbest fucking lawsuits. I mean, the dumbest lawsuits. First of all, I think most lawsuits are ridiculous. Second of all, and oh, well, what if somebody gets killed? I should get some money for that. How is the money going to bring that person back? How? Well, you say that if you lose somebody that you love. I have. You could write me the biggest check. It's not going to bring my dad back. If it eases the pain, then you're a shallow motherfucker in the first place. If it takes the stress off, having to work, having to do more, having to pick up the load, maybe that work is what you need. Get you focused. See, everybody looks for a reason to engage in the least effort, the, the most mediocre behavior and actions while demanding the most reward. You can't do that. And you know that though, because you know inside. That's the issue is you're having this cognitive dissonance. You are doing things knowing full well you don't deserve the outcome. Fuck, I've seen people killed over sporting events. And these are the same people that wonder why their life is a dumpster fire. But it is always the same three things that will make you feel offended. Number one is you have a weak skill set. Changeable. You are in complete control of that. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Everything is under your control. Everything that is related to you is under your control. So you have a weak skill set. Or you're weak, soft, sloppy, gelatinous fucking bowling pin walking around and you're just gross. Also you, and the one that most people do, they're living a lie. Who they show to the world and who they show on social media and who they show to everybody that's, you know, they think has value is not who they really are. And they know it. So they know they're living a lie. So their words, their thoughts, and their actions don't match. So they are incongruent with what they really want. So instead of actually going, I need to do this, I need to think this, I need to say this, they live this lie, this facade showing people what they think is going to make them popular and liked and get approval. But in fact, it is, it's doing the opposite because you start to hate yourself. When you are doing everything for everybody else in, in order to make sure that they like you, the person you don't like is the one you see in the mirror. That's how people live. And those are the behaviors and actions that you get mediocre reward for, knowing full well the reward isn't even deserved on the slightest. And you hate the life you're doing. You hate everything about what you're doing. You're, you're running around in cognitive dissonance. It's like nuclear bombs going off in your fucking head. And because of that, you're already on the defense nonstop. Everything is, everything is defense. So you have this battle raging, this fucking war raging in your mind, in yourself. And every time you meet somebody, you're already bracing for impact. You're bracing for a catastrophe. You're bracing for war. And what, what you do is you meet somebody and you engage in conversation, but you're not even actively listening. You're running a superficial dialogue because you can't wait to hear what, number one, you say next. And number two is you're waiting for the opportunity to push the big red button because you've got a bunch of nukes aimed at their fucking head. And you have a conversation with somebody thinking, come on, say it, say it, I dare you, say it. Because you think that that's how they're thinking. 
because you think they're going to attack you. Like literally in your head, come on, bro, just fucking say it, I dare you. Hand shaking, twitchy over that button, 17 cups of coffee and ready to go to war. You actually think they give a fuck about what you're thinking, what you're doing. Except they don't. You know what they're doing? They're thinking the same thing you are. They're bracing for battle. They think you're going to come at them. They think you're going to say something to make, you know, you or make them feel offended. But again, stopping such a pussy. How can you get offended by anything unless you believe it? See, nobody can make you feel anything without your permission. But you guys are giving everybody permission to make you feel like a shit bucket all day long and wondering why your life sucks. Your life sucks because you're giving people permission to influence how you think, feel, and act. Like so many people are on edge from manufactured emotions and manufactured circumstances and manufactured events that haven't occurred bracing for this war. You guys meet every encounter with an argument. You're ready. TV comes on, you start giving a dialogue. You know, you're watching a sport event. You just start giving dialogue. You have a conversation with your wife or your husband or your kids. You're just waiting for the opportunity to go full fucking attack on them because you think that that's what they're doing, but they don't give a fuck about that. They're just talking. And yet at the same time, they're thinking the same thing about you. He's, he's going to attack me. He's going to come after me because that's the world. So now the entire world is on edge. Everybody is attacking each other because everybody's bracing for war. But that's manufactured. Imaginary demons have no cure. My dad was a preacher. He used to say that all the time. Imaginary demons have no cure by external methods. You created the problem, which means you're the only one that can solve it. And everybody looks for external solutions. This external solutions will never exist ever. You want more money? Start with you. You want a better relationship? Start with you. You want better sex? Start with you. You want kids that listen better? Start with you. You want a dog? Start with you. You want a different car? Start with you. It doesn't matter what it is. It all starts with you. And that's exactly what, first of all, society is telling you not to do. And second of all, that's not what people want to hear. They get so pissed off going, well, it's not my fault. It is always your fault. And even if it isn't your fault, it is still your problem to fix. So it doesn't matter. Either way, it ends up back in front of you. Like what, what you probably want to ask yourself is what are you doing in your own life that makes you feel like you're on edge? Are you living incongruent with what you believe? Or are you trying to convince yourself that you believe something that isn't true? It doesn't matter. I think what a lot of the problem is, is people are taught and encouraged to quit. Except when you quit, it doesn't change the fact that you want something. It doesn't change the desire. It doesn't change the target. It tells you to give yourself validation that it's okay. And then you spend the rest of your days trying to convince yourself you didn't really want it, except you do. If you want a, a Ferrari 812 comp edition and it's a mil eight, and then you go out and you buy a Mazda and you try and convince yourself that you don't really want the car and you tell everybody else, yeah, well, you know, that's like God's way says I shouldn't have material things that I like. And you know, it's not, it's just a car. I actually had to tell myself and realize that that wasn't really what I wanted. I wanted a nice car. I wanted this fast car. I wanted this car that I think is just the sexiest fucking thing next to my wife. I wanted this car because I was actually giving value to the car. And it's not about that because I was, I was thinking that that was going to make people like me. I, that would make people accept me. That's how most people validate why they quit. It's just a car, man. 
If you like the car, you like the car. I love Porsches. So I have a bunch of them. I don't have personal worth because of a Porsche. I'm still the fucking man every day because I am. It's not a car. It's a $300,000 watch. More. $328,000. So I've had G-Shocks too. What difference does it make? If you have value because of something in your environment, you're borrowing the credibility. And you're fucked because when you use object referral like that, when the object is gone, so is your value, so is your worth, so is your credibility. If you are valuable because of a title, the title's gone, your value's gone. If you are valuable because of the money, when the money's gone, so is your value. When you are valuable because of anything outside of you, when those things go away and they will, so does your value, your worth, and your belief in yourself, which means your credibility is shot, but you never really had it. You borrowed it. So you have to look at where your value comes from. Where, where are you getting your worth from? Because if you're going out of your way all day to portray an image that isn't even accurate and it's not how you want to live your life and you're missing targets intentionally because you're quitting on the goals that you have, that's why you enter into every encounter braced for war because you're already on edge because you look at yourself every day and go, I'm a fucking liar. And you know it. You can convince yourself all day. You can talk big about yourself all day, but if you are giving up and quitting on the things that you want, you know you're a fraud. And you're being taught that that's okay. You should live within your feelings. If you feel sad, you should take the day off. If you feel angry, you should go express yourself. If you're really upset, go take a cold plunge. Meditate. Read some scripture. How about you take all of that out of the equation and ask yourself, why the fuck am I upset in the first place and who's controlling me? And am I still doing the work that needs to be done regardless of how I feel? Because when you could operate exclusively in pursuit of the target and the goal, independent of what's going on in the world around you, you are unstoppable because that means you do what you say. Do you have any idea how powerful you are when you do what you say, when every word that comes out of your mouth you mean? You can't be stopped. You're a dangerous person. And there's nothing you will not accomplish. And you know what weak people say? Oh, come on. Here we go. Listen to this guy. Oh, it's Rhonda Byrne. And it's like, oh, the secret. Like, get the fuck out of here. That's not what this is. But if you spend your day shit-talking yourself, seeking acceptance and, and approval from everybody else online and around you, and you think that telling yourself that because you wanted a Richard Mill and it's a really expensive watch. And then you convince yourself that you didn't really want it. You were just getting it because you wanted to feel special and important. What if you just like the watch? So now you're lying to yourself. You know, you're lying. You cannot hide from that because the secrets that reside in the confines of your mind are always known by you. So you spend your time all day validating why you don't want something, even though you do. That's not winning. That's a bitch move. And then you go out and preach to everybody about how you're so wholesome and fucking great because I don't need that. I don't need this. Yeah, but what if you wanted it? If you want it, you need it. I'm tired of people going, well, want and need are not the same. Yeah, they are. Because if I want something, I need it. Because my brain is telling me, my subconscious is telling me, my soul is telling me, hell, fucking God is telling me that you should have. Because if you have the capacity to think about something you want, you also have the capacity to engineer a plan to get it. That's it. 
Anything outside of those parameters is an excuse. And then you just reverse engineer whatever that target is and go, this is how I get it. But what most people do is they go, well, I'm not going to think of the, the, the procedure or the blueprint to get there. I'm just going to go, well, I want it. It's really hard. It's really far away. Screw it. I probably don't want, I don't really need it. You know, it's just stupid. I was just, I didn't need it after all. I don't know what I was thinking. What, what do you need a 10,000 square foot house for? Man, I grew up in a 670 square foot house. True. Actually, I did. And all, what do you need a house that big for? The house we're building is almost 12,000 square feet. So what? So what? And people look at that with malice and disgust and frustration, but it's never somebody who's winning. I tell that to anybody who's killing the game. Anybody. I tell like, I tell, you know, Watson or Brad or, or any of the Andes or my buddy Howard, Howie P, Howard Paines. This guy built a billion dollar business out of 20 grand. If I told him that, he'd be like, dope, I can't wait to see it. You know what broke people say? Fuck all you poor people and broke people. Like, I fucking hate you guys, man. I, you guys disgust me. Because that's a mindset. You operate from this place of scarcity and bitterness towards anybody that's winning. But it's you that caused the fucking problem. When someone goes, oh, well, they lost their job. They lost everything. Their wife, their husband took everything. They left them on the streets. All of this stuff. So what? Ogmandino. Ogmandino, look him up. Used to go to libraries in New York to stay warm because he was homeless. And that's the only thing that was open. And while he was there, he started going, well, fuck, I'm here. I may as well start reading books. Next thing you know, wow, he's this crazy influential author and personal development coach. You might want to reconsider your perception because everything that is presented to you that's a challenge doesn't mean that you need to quit. It means that you asked for an upgrade and God went, show me. But you're being taught right now to quit. Except when you quit, you still want what you want. So if you're running around thumping your Bible and waving your flag and, and telling everybody that if they're doing this or doing that, they're not wholesome and good or whatever it is that you're talking about, the only person you're trying to convince of that is yourself because you know you still want the same fucking thing. You're just trying to validate why you don't have it and why you shouldn't pursue it. But then you live in misery and you meet every encounter with an attack. See how this comes full circle? That's where everybody's headspace is. I need another sip of this Coke. Number one, why are you worried about anybody else's opinion? Why are you worried? Who fucking cares? Number two is, what are you doing to change your current circumstances? What are you doing? What can you do right now? Right this moment, right now. Like, turn this off. What can you do right now that you can do, or that you can change right now? What is the one, like, pick one fucking thing. What can you do right now in this moment that if you did something about it, you changed it, you leveled it up, you went harder into it, you, you, didn't, you stopped dipping your fucking toe in the water and you cannonballed into it, that if you did that would change your life for the better forever. What is that one thing? Do that. And when you do that, find the next thing and just keep stacking those until you get to where you want to go. If you don't have a plan or a blueprint to get whatever it is that you want, find somebody that has what you want. Ask them if they tell you they have a program, it's going to cost you money. It's going to take time, energy, effort, whatever it is. Then go, how much, where do I sign? Go borrow the money. Listen to everything they fucking say. People pay me hundreds of thousands of dollars to coach them. People join my coaching program to get their mind right, to get their body right, and to make a whole lot of money because I do it the right way. And I go, just do this. I've done it. I've done it. And it's not... 
people all oh, listen to this cocky guy. I'm not cocky. I'm confident. And the, the difference between confidence and ego is incredibly vast, but only to the people at the bottom. Because the people that are at the bottom look at people with conviction in their words, like me, and go, he's cocky and arrogant and egotistical. Except how arrogant is it to sit at the bottom and judge people that are winning and go, I don't need their help. I'm not willing to pay you. I'm not willing to listen to you. And yet I'm, and I'm going to throw some shade on you when you're never showing the fuck up for what you want. You're not doing the work. That's why you're bitter. You, you're not doing everything you know you could be doing right now and that you should be doing. You're not doing any of it. And then you meet up with people and you hate on everything about them because you're bracing for that impact because you're all that you're waiting for them to call you out for your bullshit. That's exactly it, though. Nobody wants to be called out for their own bullshit, but everybody should be called out for their own bullshit. And then that person should go, let me help you change. Instead of going, you did this wrong and shitting all over your life nonstop. Instead of going, you did this wrong, man, you fucked that up real bad. Let me help you out. But you selfish motherfuckers are just looking around going, how do we cancel this guy? How do we cancel this girl? How do we shut them down? How do we mute their opinion? I hate them. Why? Because they're jacked? Because they're rich? Because they're happy? What the fuck does that have to do with you, man? Number one, if there are any of those, they don't care about your opinion. And number two is those are excuses you're telling yourself so you can stay at the bottom and eliminate what you want, but what you want doesn't go away ever. So why are you trying to justify that you don't want it? Who are you trying to lie to? Who are you trying to convince? Like I said, you can't fuck up your own story. It's just that most people's stories, they don't like. So they manufacture a new one because the story they have requires a whole bunch of work to get to the results that they want. So they're like, I don't want to make this story. It's too hard, too much work. People are making fun of me. Most people don't even do the work required to get the life they want because they're afraid of the judgment of others. It's not even the work. Most people look at their peer group, their buddies at work, their, their, uh, their gym friends, their fucking family. It doesn't matter. And they're like, yeah, but these guys are all shit talking me every time I go to level up. So then fucking bounce because the people that want you to win always want you to win. The people that talk about you winning when you're at the bottom, that turn around and crap all over your life when you actually start doing it, those aren't friends. The one you probably call an asshole every day that holds you accountable, yeah, that's the real friend, man. The ones who go, oh yeah, come on, let's drink, let's hang out, let's do nothing while you complain about the life you're in. Listen, if you complain about the life you're in and you don't like anything about it, but you do nothing about it, I got no sympathy for you, man. That's a bitch move. You're in control. I, I don't care if somebody's like, oh, no, I'm not. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Most of you guys are defending a story that's not even yours. You're defending a manufactured story that you show the world, but yet the dialogue you're running in your head is saying something completely different. No wonder you're pissed off and agitated. That's the bulk of the world right now. Everybody's agitated because they're presenting a story that's not real. Everybody preaches this authenticity game and, oh, you got to be authentic. But everybody that's talking about it isn't authentic. You know who's authentic? The one's not running around telling you about how fucking authentic they are. Real achievers don't need to brag. You know why winners show their wins? See, the weak think it's bragging. The winners go, I'm showing you what's possible, man, because I've been you. Let me help you. Let me connect you with somebody that can help you. Let me direct you. Let me tell you what book to read, like whatever. But then apply all the actions. Haters are only at the bottom. Haters are never at the top. Really think about that. Haters at the bottom that make it to the top all of a sudden get upset about the hate they're getting from being at the top. Nobody likes being called out for their bullshit. It doesn't feel good because you know it's bullshit. But what's even worse is now people are given a hall pass to live within that bullshit because it's okay. You're, you should live within your feelings. If you feel like it's a, just a too difficult of a goal to get, too difficult of a target to achieve, 
It's okay to feel remorse and regret and hatred and anger and bitterness. In fact, you should, we encourage it. And then go to your therapist and spend, you know, two hours a day on their couch telling them all about the shit show that you call a life while they do nothing but bill you and give you empty vacuous advice. That's what's encouraged right now. You should, you should, you should have to work hard. We should do a, a four day work week and a four hour work day. That would be the best for everybody. Really? You should take rest days when you go to the gym. Really? You shouldn't have to put any effort into a marriage. All the money should show up to you in a business. You shouldn't have to do work. It should just show up. Except these are the same people that preach to everyone about how much discipline they have. Except they're the people I want to go top them on the fucking forehead three o'clock in the morning after they've been asleep for a half an hour. When they tell everybody in the world that they get up at three and I go, where are you now, motherfucker? Let's go. It's time to where you said you want to work out at three 30. Let's go. But that's the friend everybody hates on. God, he's always knocking on my door. Yeah, but you told him you were going to do something. Why don't you mean the words that come out of your mouth? That's why you're agitated. You keep saying and doing things that are incongruent with what you really want. That's why you spend your days angry and bitter and living in regret. That regret is killing you. It is a signal from the universe going, what you're doing is fucking wrong. Change your direction. Your trajectory is way off. But now you're being taught to validate your position and go, well, it's okay. And that's where you should stay. Those are lofty goals and nobody achieves those. And all the little weak fucking lemmings at the bottom tell you nobody's going to help. No, nobody's going to achieve that. Why are you even bothering? But your brain's still good. You can't hide from it. Quitting only sounds good to the person who quits. Excuses only sound good to the people that make them. They make you feel better for quitting, but you still want the goal. So the behavior that you're doing gives you the results and you're getting rewarded for these results, but they're mediocre rewards. And you know that. You know you're lazy. You know you're being mediocre. You know your thought process is off. You know you're doing something illegal, immoral, unethical. You know you're just sitting around waiting for shit to happen to you, which is why you're agitated. Because you know what you should be doing. So when you see somebody with the results that you've got, it pisses you off because it's calling you out for your own bullshit. And what did I say? Nobody likes being called out for their bullshit. And you're given this hall pass to go, it's okay though. I'm allowed to sit in that area. I'm allowed to sit in my bullshit and validate why I'm there. You should live within your feelings and you should let me express my feelings. And I'm so offended by what you say, but it's your choice to be offended. I don't have to give a fuck if you're offended or not be offended. So what? That's a perception problem on your end, not mine. You can be offended by gravity all you want, it's still irrefutable. Gravity still happens. Be all offended. Can't change the fact. So when you try and manipulate the facts to tailor them towards your feelings, again, you get agitated because you know you're full of shit. What did I say? Imaginary demons have no cure by external methods. They start with you. It, it's so twisted right now that if you disagree with somebody, you're racist or you're prejudiced or you're ageist or it doesn't matter what it is. There's always some ist. That's the problem. But how is that the problem on the other side of that equation? The problem is with you needing a reason to justify why you quit, but you still want the target. So the mediocre behavior produces mediocre results. You get bitter about it and try and blame everything around you and everybody goes, it's okay to be a victim. N nobody's attacking you, but you, man. So what is the one thing that you could, that in your life, look at your own damn life, get uncomfortable. What is that one thing that you could do right now that if you did it right now would change everything in your world if you just changed that one thing and then keep doing those? What's the next thing? What's the next thing? And where are you getting your value from? 
Do you get your value from the latest iPhone, from the fact that you have an expensive water bottle, or you're wearing a really pricey watch, or you drive a Ferrari or a Lambo, or you make a lot of money, or your title says doctor or CEO or, or attorney, or that you own a big company, or that you're you know super good looking or whatever. It doesn't matter. Where's your value coming from? Because if you're object-based referral, when all of that goes away, your value goes away. Your credibility goes away with yourself. When your credibility comes from yourself and you do every single fucking thing you say you're going to do and you do not stop until you do it, when you stay awake at night and finish everything that you told your wife that you were going to do that day, instead of going, I'm tired, honey, I'm going to bed, I'll do it tomorrow, your cred goes through the roof. Not just with you, but with her, with everybody around you. So if you're struggling with mediocre and average and you're struggling with feeling like oh, it's just a shitty world for you, that's your fucking fault. It's your fault because you're looking around, bracing for an attack. You're showing up with machine guns and nuclear bombs going, well, they're going to attack me. Fuck it. Come on, say it, say it. Except that's not what's happening. They don't give a fuck about your life because they're thinking the same thing about you. Oh, he's going to attack me. Maybe everybody just mind your own fucking business and look at the targets you have and the things you want and then do only one thing, get to work on getting them. Because when you quit, all it does is try and diminish and discount the fact that you still want it. It doesn't go away. Maybe just change your perception of what the fuck you're doing and stop settling for average, raise your standards. I gotta go, I'm hungry, peace out.